0: Thank <laughs> you. Yes, you're wrong. The podcast where we talk trash about the things people love and hate and hate to love, and we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt.
1: Yes, back again, back again.
0: Another weird week, another uh, failure on our part to deliver our usual Tuesday pop culture roundup. But we've point, just been is busy. It, is it usual that, that we deliver that <laughs> at this point? No. I mean, have you been, Matt? Like, what have you been up to?
1: I've been good. I was on vacation. I went out to Fire Island, which is Mm, like an island off of the coast of Long Island, another (laughs) island. Um, Yeah. And my friends like rented a house out there. So we spent a nice long weekend. Like it was sort of by the, like we were at, the beach but the beach was cold so we weren't like you know like on the beach it was sort of like beach walks right, right, and a right, sweatshirt yeah. energy not beach like adjacent, tanning yeah. yes and the pool was there but it's not really open yet so most so we spent some time in the hot tub but otherwise you know just sort of wandering around going on walks that kind of thing uh,
0: yes. yeah you have to go on the shoulder seasons for those cheap deals so i'm oh, proud of yes. you yes very- yes very <laughs> Conscious. Yeah, you
1: gotta hope that you get one good day and sort of uh, take the discount.
0: <laughs> well, um I I might be just putting off talking about this movie, but I feel like I wanted to address the um the pop news that has happened in general. A couple a couple things happened. I don't know if oh, you're okay. tracking anything. Okay. I, um,
1: uh, possibly. <laughs>
0: well, most importantly, Taylor Swift is now a doctor. Uh, she just did her new NYU um commencement speech she was yes. like the honorary doctor or whatever
1: i would also like to address this one <laughs>
0: yeah. so i i honestly don't even know why i'm bringing this up because i don't have good things to say but i oh. i think
1: <laughs> oh, well I'm then in struggling this case Matt, you i haven't had be. an outlet
0: i haven't had someone to talk about all my pop culture feelings with and i have okay. been in the dumps you know the world is in a good place right now there's been a lot of bad news lately yes
1: that's true uh, and, and taylor I, swift did yeah. not help with that
0: <laughs> no i'm certifiably depressed literally and uh emotionally and wait literally I, literally. but it's like fine. you went to a doctor well i'm just i i got back on my ssris you know i'm just trying to find some wait, joy what's
1: again. ssri
0: Oh, like Zoloft really? Like, like a mood oh, gotcha, stabilizer? Oh,
1: gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> You know, Rebel when, Wilson's comedies work. Whenever Moore doesn't but... quite
1: cut it, you gotta gotta get back on the drugs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, anyways, you know, uh, I was like, I was tangentially watching like Taylor Swift news because obviously I always do, but also because there'd been rumors she was meant to release something on five thirteen because you know. 13 can't come and go without him Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. i knew nothing was going to happen but she did make this weird decision to promote i don't remember what she promoted but it was like in the middle of the um i mean we're still in the middle of it but when rovers when the leaking of the supreme court uh opinion that will overturn roe was released no no buzz (laughs) no buzz from taylor except for her to suddenly promote oh she dropped a new single like this love
1: and also, she's been promoting, I think, her uh, the conversations with friends. Yeah,
0: she mentioned that in a story. But other than that, nothing new. And so everyone was like, 513, 513, nothing happened, obviously. Could have told you that. But she was doing this commencement speech. And so I watch it because, you know, I'm a Swiftie. I love, I really do admire Taylor Swift. I like what she has to say. And I feel like she's very well spoken. And that a commencement speech might be a moment for her to, like, mm. you know, show off maybe in the same way that she does with her letter to apple and like her writing about her masters and whatnot like i thought oh okay she's saving like the heavy hitter for this moment like she's gonna come out she's gonna (laughs) be my feminist icon prove herself yet again after the lover era yeah again
1: Mm.
0: and i don't know i was just kind of like left it wasn't bad. Like it was like good. It was like a fairly ble- like you know your commencement speech about oh the future is waiting for you. Like don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know that sort of thing, which I like, get and everything. But I think I'm just like burnt out of millionaires. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: uh, I welcome to we the dark side, uh, Shelby. <laughs> of people who are like Taylor Swift,
0: maybe not. No, I mean. Yeah. The person yeah. who is
1: like going to be the savior of the world. I know. Um, maybe actually just uh, you know opportunistic uh rich white woman okay okay
0: i mean um, yes a part of that uh no to the, the other part <laughs> i
1: i mean th- i i was like oh maybe i'll watch this speech earlier today because you know i oh, was it was happening and then i looked at the article well not i wasn't gonna watch it live but i like looked right. at the article or whatever that said transcript and it said that the speech was like 30 minutes long or something i was like okay, no no i'm not reading that it I was it would not maybe be, like five <laughs> But I saw the highlights, and they were sort of the, the exactly what I would have expected from her. Like a welcome <laughs> to New York joke, some sort of like patting on the back of herself, like a joke about how she loves cats. Okay, you know, I regret this. I regret
0: bringing but, this up.
1: <laughs> no, well, here's the thing that I, that, um, that was my uh, interesting Slightly maybe perhaps not really A moment with Taylor Swift was last night I went to the Haim concert that was in Madison Square Garden And So obviously Haim is friends with taylor swift they Mm -hmm. had opened for her on a tour they um you know they had like a joint birthday party earlier this year and so i was i went with sierra who's been on the show and is also a taylor swift fan and she was like oh like what do we think the likelihood is that taylor swift will come out and perform a song with haim they have a song together taylor swift is in new york because she's delivering this commencement speech the next day like is she gonna be there and then One of my, so we're like speculating about this as the show is starting. Then another friend tweeted that Taylor Swift's mom was spotted in the audience of the Heim show which I was like I don't I, I was like I thought the woman was like near death's door but maybe oh she's going gosh. to a Heim concert I don't know the concert came when no Taylor Swift that I was made aware of oh but there was sort of like speculation like the, there were lots of whisperings and people talking about it that I heard throughout the evening who were there of like do we think that Taylor's coming do we think that Taylor's coming Taylor was not coming
0: yeah no I know Um, that's the whole thing Swifties stay pressed but i i want to reiterate too <laughs> oh well there
1: <laughs> what was the drama
0: there wasn't drama but there were certain vibes there were certain like tweets of people who were mad that she wasn't at the heim concert and showed up to the heim concert in like taylor swift merch and it's like you guys have wait, to let people exist
1: the... wait she was at the taylor's or no she... no
0: no like fans of Taylor went to the Heim concert thinking she would come. And so they were wearing Taylor Swift merch. Like wanting Taylor to be at this concert instead of and being when, there for Heim. And then they were mad. They were like disappointed and felt like they'd been led astray. But there had been no. There had been no, yeah, no nothing indication. to lead you astray. And so anyways, just like this sort of uh, entitlement also, of.
1: It is sort World of tacky of to wear concert yeah. <laughs> merch to the concert anyways. So like. <laughs> Like, I, you wouldn't go to a Heim concert wearing, like... The, what are, the, the, are you
0: talking about? Yes, you do.
1: You don't wear the tour merch for that tour at the concert. It's lame. You have oh, to wear Oh, okay. Stuff.
0: Matt has spoken. Matt's been to 12 concerts in the last two days, that and he is knows. just, like, a
1: commonly <laughs> established... Thing I feel it's
0: like I think people like, wear, like, merch. You wear merch, you're talking about, but
1: you wear like older merch. Oh, okay, so I okay. don't think it's that weird to wear and <laughs> like to not wear Heim stuff to a Heim concert. I think you're fine to wear some other person's merch.
0: Mm, interesting i
1: feel like that's more acceptable than if you were to wear the Heim merch from this tour to this concert (laughs) it's like when you run races you're not supposed to wear the race shirt for that race to the race, like lots of people do because they're tacky but that's you're not (laughs) supposed to
0: i feel like there's a tiktok video you can do with all this information you have you have to share it with the masses we're all being what chuggy and we don't even know it um but well, Taylor wanna... said,
1: don't be cringe. Yeah, she you... said, no, be she as cr-
0: said, be as cringe as you want.
1: Yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Be as cringe yeah. as you want. Don't Which, be afraid I mean, of cringe. Good for her. <laughs> She's been cringe quite a bit.
0: But I want to reiterate um, to the Swifties listening that I remain a fan of Taylor Swift. Mm, and I yeah. think I think her speech was, like, fine and, like, great. And I'm happy and inspired people. It was more that She's I just inspired. feel disappointed. Well, because people are inspired by commencement speeches. I've never been moved by... Name
1: one person who's ever been inspired by Go on Twitter, I'll wait, Matthew. I'll wait. have never Honestly, heard of it. No.
0: But, people, um,
1: The Swifties can't be trusted. They'll, they're inspired it's by not the even six Swifties. signposts it's in a... literally... <laughs> Non Swifties heard that just speech. Just because and you're like, wow, you and I want to
0: forget about where we went to school doesn't mean that other people don't like put value in their like a- accomplishments. And well, the, people and the who go to NYU better
1: put value in their <laughs> school. They spent like sixty thousand dollars a year to go there. If I spent that much money, I would also be slacking that on to every single yeah. thing I could for the rest of my life.
0: Well, anyway, what other stories
1: <laughs> do you want to talk about?
0: Well, I just wanted to say that. Um, I think it's just it's disheartening to see people in positions of power just remain so insular. Like, you well, know, she's growing at the pace of a I can I know, can tell you and... exactly
1: why this is That's happening. Okay.
0: This is the wrong person. To talk
1: because about. no, here's the thing: Taylor Swift is always <laughs> like she has a big conservative fan base, and I think that yes, the um. For whatever reason the gay rights issue That she came out and spoke right. about more First yeah. uh, like I think By the time she got to it it was Like more generally accepted And a more Like I think that her There's fans a mainstreamness were like, yes, in what yes. she'll Address where, yeah for sure Where abortion is a very um, Controversial issue and lots Of her very conservative fans I mean,
0: fans, I mean yes but, Abortion rights but
1: but I it is still controversial and especially yeah. I think that she does probably have lots of fans or lots of fans who have parents who are very conservative and would, you know, not necessarily love to have somebody right. at that level, you know, openly saying pro-abortion. things. Right.
0: And I guess I'm not saying that her speech should have been like, hey, I'm pro-abortion or through the Supreme court or whatever, or even politics, it was more watching her give advice based on her life. It, there was less, I feel like there was room to maybe the more interesting thing about growing up, right? And like growing as a person is realizing, yes, you make mistakes, but how do you grow from them? Whereas she's like, sure, you'll make mistakes and it'll be hard, but like, you'll get where you need to go. And I feel like it would have been more interesting for her to dig into what she's learned rather than like what's happened to her. I don't know if that makes sense totally, but it just felt like, oh, I wish there'd been some more maybe ownership of like how far she's come if she's felt like she's come far but instead it's more like life tried to get me down but I like stood up to it which is a good message but it's also like I think more importantly people need to learn that yeah you will be cringe yeah you will make mistakes but like how do you how do you make up for those not just survive them you know like how do you yeah because she did make a single comment where she's like oh you'll say the wrong thing and you'll You'll unpack why you did that type thing, and I wish she'd focus more on like that and like how she's learned. Because instead, there were just like I don't know. It's like me nitpicking because I'm looking for some hope in this world, <laughs> and I'm realizing you know I've obviously realized millionaires aren't the answer. Because the other story this week was just that Kendall Jenner doesn't even know how to cut a cucumber, and that I could write a whole. You know, speaking of NYU, I, mean, I could write one a, not know
1: how to. It, you just slice it.
0: You missed this. You didn't no. see this. Oh. Oh, man, the video is so funny. She's just like, it was so funny. I could write an entire senior thesis about it. But basically, it was from their new... (laughs) I can't believe I'm describing this to you. But it was on their new show or whatever. And she's... Kindle is talking to her mom. And her mom's like, do you want the chef to come in and like make you a snack? And Kendall's like flippantly, mom, it's cutting a cucumber. I think I can do it. And uh, at first I was like, oh, yeah, power to Kendall. Like, yes, queen. But then you look, (laughs) she can't figure out how to hold the cucumber to cut it. So at first she's just trying to put the knife through without holding the cucumber at all. And then she's trying to hold the slice that she's going to slice off but obviously she has no grip. So then she reaches her left hand over her right hand to hold the tip of the
1: cucumber. Oh, yeah, I am watching this. This is terrifying.
0: (laughs) It was like, whoa, these people are so much more out of touch than I could have ever imagined. And I know for a fact that Kris Jenner, at least in season one, made dinner once for her family. So she should have stood up and been like, here's how you cut a cucumber, Kendall. Well, also
1: Kris Jenner, like, what like lived a life that wasn't famous you know like (laughs) a little bit more normie she lived 30 years where yes like she was rich during parts of that but like wasn't so rich that she wasn't like right like she was definitely she she, i think she cooked for her family you know
0: right she knows how to cut a vegetable you at home i mean i don't know how much like how easily you lose that skill after years of not decades of not doing it but (laughs) i don't
1: think you lose the skill of cutting a cucumber
0: but what's funny is obviously everyone rips into kendall and it's like that's so embarrassing but what i found more telling is that as chris is watching kendall struggle with this she's like oh honey and she calls for the chef to come help instead of like mocking her daughter for not knowing how to do this thing i was like oh okay this is the in perpetuity, like it's like it's just continuing it, it, no one's learning here this is just d- a debacle anyway you cut it uh yeah
1: that
0: that did spark some joy for me um but then I remembered that these are the people with influence and power in our in our world and I was like wow
1: <laughs> I mean rich people are terrible yeah <laughs> and there's really like no reason to be that rich you know oh, like God. there's not a purpose to it you just like are and then you lose touch with everything and then yeah. you're uh, uh, like horrible no matter how good you start <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so anyways yeah. that's has been on my mind
0: um but we are here to talk about uh rebel wilson and if she's in touch with uh the masses is she delivers her first comedy in quite a while Senior Year which is on Netflix and I watched over the weekend just Crash and Burn in the Rotten Tomatoes score. I think it premiered at like 40% rotten tomatoes which again is just an aggregate so it's not like a real measurement but whatever. And now it's down to like 29%. So I watched it when it first came out, it obviously went to number 1 on Netflix, you know, site because it's Yeah, one it was of their still big-offs. number 1
1: today when I watched yeah. it.
0: So how did you I mean you uh, The last movie we did with Rebel Wilson was Isn't It Romantic, which is one of your favorite like comedies we've covered.
1: Yes, which I did really (laughs) enjoy. And I will say that I really enjoyed this movie too. <laughs> I thought this was a rip-roaring good time. I was laughing. You know, I love a dance number. I thought this was real funny. I thought yep. that the the everybody in it seemed like they were having a good time. I was having a good time. The, when I went and looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score, I was like, okay, like these people, they don't know, <laughs> they don't, know, they they don't know camp, they don't know fun, they don't know art. Like this movie was. A riot, I thought, (laughs) in a similar way. to isn't it romantic? And honestly, the movie I thought about most while watching this was "Work It." That like random dance movie that we watched. Oh yes, Um, yes, 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 yes. Who was in that? Like Jonah, Jonah Fisher, Jonah Jordan, Jordan Jordan (laughs) Fisher, Jordan Fisher, and the girl who always plays racists um, and everything. Um, Oh, the blonde girl, Uh, (laughs) Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, Um,
0: right. Wait, is that Olivia Rodrigo's nemesis? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Owen oh, Liza Kashi. I'm looking at this list of people now. Yeah, I loved that movie. I liked this movie. It's, it's pure ridiculousness. Like, <laughs> from the jump, you know that it is unhinged and not really, like, trying to be anything other than crazy. The whole premise of the movie is that... This girl is sort of like the queen bee of her high school <laughs> and really wants to win prom queen. She, it's like several weeks before the prom and she's doing a uh, cheerleading routine at a pep rally and her sort of rival cheerleader uh, tells the girls who are supposed to catch her when she goes up in the air and does this it's flip to not catch Honestly, a crime. Yes. It's-
0: so she... <laughs> murder, flat
1: on the basketball court floor and is in a coma for 20 years (laughs) before a radio announcement about um prom sort of like jolts her out of a coma where she you know doesn't have any muscle loss doesn't have any (laughs) anything um she is a completely like grown 37 year old woman but who still has the mind of um of the person who uh, Like fell as self, a high yeah. schooler Yeah so it's sort of like a Kimmy Schmidt Kind of um <laughs> Situation a little bit except for Being in a bunker she was in yeah. a coma <laughs> a And trauma. she like yeah and she Basically only knows like really Bitchy like Late 90s early 2000s References and It, it then Makes it her mission as a 37 year old well, 90s re-
0: cause she it's 99 right or
1: I guess so. I, don't, I, don't I guess so. She made some year. references to she her references varied <laughs> a lot old. in ages. Because some of them like Mr. T I swear is like an eighties <laughs> reference, but she was referencing that. But then she would also reference things like later on. Anywho, unclear <laughs> to me. But she um but yeah, it's like it's so unrealistic, and the premise is so stupid. It's like she just like wants to be the prom queen, and so it's the so it's a like pen fifteen kind of thing where it's like an adult playing a high school student, except for she's actually playing adult rather than playing someone who's supposed to be eighteen. Um, and I just thought it was funny. I like Rebel Wilson. I I realize that you know I think she sort of has one type of comedy that she does and everybody really liked it in pitch perfect and then sort of i think has have gotten tired of it since because she it's the same sort of like awkward cringy stuff but i think it's funny enough i think the rest of the cast of this movie was was pretty entertaining and it had a lot of like weird funny bits and random one-liners and i just i enjoyed it i was i was into it
0: you know i actually liked it too I guess I don't know. Like, I was surprised by it. Like, I had very low expectations. Well, that's not true. I was kind of like, I'm sure it'll be fun. We saw the Rotten Tomatoes score and we're like, oh, that's bad, but I have to watch it anyway, so let's just watch it. But it ended up being, like, laugh out loud funny at parts for me. Yeah, I've seen
1: way worse movies. Yeah,
0: like, isn't it romantic, for instance? But
1: (laughs) Rude. But, like, this was not, like, I feel pretty.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I thought there was a lot of, like... There were a lot of funny bits. It was just like very haphazardly organized. Yes. And you could see like the flaws. If you're looking at it as a film critic, like why it's not a good film per se, like it's it's disjointed. The characters don't always make sense. And you do have the awkwardness of this being like, what are the, what are the ethics of a 17-year-old stuck in a 37-year-old's body? Yeah, you, you can't sort of think thing. about
1: <laughs> any of those things while you're watching this.
0: And so it does kind of fall apart under examination but i do think there was some charm to it that obviously revolved around this like the 90s nostalgia being and the like the campy like insanity of this girl not knowing things and like i honestly can't even remember the jokes which probably means they aren't that good but in the moment they were um because i remember she like she goes viral for some reason and then she starts getting like sponsored or like given these grab bags from like different brands that want her to mention stuff. And I thought she's wearing like like, a
1: Canada goose jacket for part (laughs) of it, which I thought was funny. Yeah.
0: Like just the, the, the perfect, like uh, the intersection between nineties, you know, pop culture references and then poking fun of the zany, like, trendiness of gen z popularity now i thought was kind of fun i wish they'd leaned into that more because she kind of got over the oh i don't know anything pretty quick whereas i think i I don't know it seems like it'd be funnier to kind of be like wait how is all this working still but she figured out instagram she figured out iphones pretty fast and so it was kind of like the humor moved on to more present sort of physical humor rather than making jokes about what it'd be like to wake up 20 years later and not do anything.
1: I think that some of those, like we've seen so many like what's Facebook type of jokes um, that I don't, that I think that it was smart that they kind of didn't necessarily lean into all of those kind of things um, because it, like, the old person who doesn't understand technology is a bit that we have done to right. death. Like, obviously, this is a slightly different situation because she's been in a coma and doesn't... Like, at one point, she's like, oh, the whole back of the TV is missing. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on there, which I think is a funnier joke right. than, you know, like, Facegram. what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the... It just... Like, I I liked how they're partially reliant on like these nineties humor, but how they're also comparing sort of like the bitchiness of (laughs) the like eighties, nineties, like bring it on type, um, like who's going to be prom queen energy with now the, like Gen Z sort of like we're very woke even if it's sort of like performative sometimes and we're like all into social media but like how do these sort of things intersect and comparing what like going to high school in the 90s looked like versus going to high school in 2022 because I do think those are two really different experiences and it was like funny to watch them play off each other
0: yeah because her whole shtick is like I mean, it's like her mom died and all she can think of dreaming is a perfect life where she wins prom queen like her mom did or something and or like America. I don't know. She's from Australia for some reason. And um, I guess Rebel Wilson isn't good at an American accent, maybe. But in any case, her whole thing is like this obsession with being a cheerleader because that's what's cool. And she like she worked so hard to be popular after coming to America, that that became her whole identity. And so then in this present world, the like central message, if we're going to call it that, is that she's still obsessed with like this idea of her need for popularity, which is still entrenched in this very, you know, uh, patriarchal view of what a woman is worth and how it revolves around her getting prom queen so she can marry the perfect man and have her dreamy Betty Crocker life. Um, And then by the end of it, she realizes that she sacrificed the things that really mattered. I think they could have dug into that in a better way because it really felt <laughs> kind of all over the place. Um,
1: yeah, there were, there were moments in the back half that were a little bit sort of sentimental that I was like, okay. We either needed like a little bit more of this or a little bit less of this. But yeah. it didn't distract me too much, I didn't think.
0: Yeah, because her one she kind of like figures out. So she, she has a friend, she has two friends in her 90s life. One of them is this awkward loner girl who wants to be a friend, but she's always busy. The other one is this boy who's clearly in love with her, but she's, you know, dating the, the football star or whatever. And so in the, in the present day that woman has become the principal and has done away with the things that made her uncomfortable in high school. So there is no prom queen. There is no like sexy cheerleading. Everyone's a winner because no one can be a loser type thing. And then her <laughs> love interest, it was played by Richard from Veep who I think is a very charming actor. And I like seeing him in things cause he's a funny guy. He's got good timing. Um, but he is now the school librarian, uh, and that that relationship was one that I was like what's happening here because he still he's flirting with her but also acknowledging that she's kind of had this serious case of arrested development and so it's like this feels inappropriate even if it's technically yeah. legal <laughs> It was a bit
1: odd because on one hand, they're like, okay, well, you can't go to school because you're too old, even though yeah. they finally let her. But then on the other hand, they're like, oh, yeah, she does have the brain of a 17-year-old <laughs> because she hasn't, like, lived any of those extra years. So yeah. it's like, well, should, be, should this be, like, a 17-again situation where she's, like... Where if she has romantic interest, it's the high school student who she's like at the same mental capacity of, <laughs> right. or should she be having it with the teacher who like uh, that also feels weird. I tried to just like ignore <laughs> that sort of yeah. plot line.
0: I mean, they did, too, because it was like it was tangentially related to her ex-boyfriend, like her old high school sweetheart, who was clearly... Just that type of loser who's Horrible. stuck in the town. <laughs> yeah. He's played by um, the This Is Us hot brother. Who, oh, yeah. Justin Hartley. If you care, is also Chris from Selling Sunset's ex-husband. So we don't like him, but I think he did good in this, playing this sort of smarmy, weird loser.
1: <laughs> I thought everybody did a pretty yeah. good job in this. <laughs> Like I don't think there were really any weak links in the cast. The yeah. the people who play her friends like post coma, the um the like high school students, I thought that they were like very cute and had like a fun energy to them. Yeah. Um I really like, uh, what's her face? Mary Holland, who was from The uh, Happiest Season. She's yes. like sort of the doofy sister. Now she's in this playing the grown-up version of her friend from high school. Like, yeah. everybody just... Everybody seemed to be having a very good time while filming this. And everybody was, like, delivering lines and doing their funny bits. The, the like, gay best friend from Isn't It Romantic was in this as the, like... Assistant
0: principal. Oh, yeah. Vice and he principal.
1: was, yeah, he had some pretty fun. <laughs> or, no, moments. he was the guidance counselor. Yeah, guidance counselor. Also, I loved the, I loved the bit um where she gets she gets out of the coma and they're driving her home and she's and she keeps using these like terms that are like very outdated but would yeah. have been in in the 90s yeah. um where she's like oh that's so gay and they're like oh you can't say that and she's like yeah. well what am i supposed to say like and she just like lists all these words and they're like nope you can't say that nope you can't <laughs> say that anymore she's like uh ah. um so i thought that they were clever in some parts i know like, i, I, I thought that this... was funny
0: yeah i saw this um list that was like oh the humor in in this movie is so bad and it lists that and it lists like this girl's at the beginning of the movie says oh i can't have breakfast i'm on a banana and ice cube diet until prom queen and she packs ice cubes in her lunch bag uh-huh and i thought that was funny but I it's like was
1: funny too because
0: this movie is so zany like it's obviously not aspirational like she's literally not considered smart for doing that. Like, it's not saying, okay, girls, if you want to be prom queen, you got to eat bananas <laughs> and ice cubes. Well, it's
1: making fun of the way that in like the 90s that would have been yeah. very accepted because body image was so like, oh, you just got to be skinny, you just got to lose yeah. weight. Like, that's what's important. And now that is a much more frowned upon ideal in theory, even though not always <laughs> in actuality. But like yeah i think to have to have that joke in there was like poking fun at what the 90s was yeah i think also sort of cleverly playing on the nostalgia factor because obviously a lot of people watching this movie are going to be nostalgic for the 90s and that period when they were in high school right and to say like look there were maybe there were some things that were great but also there were some things that were pretty sucky and we're better off for now
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think this movie's flaw is that it's not, like, the most well-curated story. Um, And the jokes don't always, like, earn it. But I also don't think it's doing any harm, right? Like, it feels like if we're going to allow Adam Sandler to make his dumb Halloween movie that's absolute nonsense, then I think there's space to allow a female led film to also be so nonsensical and not have to be this higher moral standing of like sitting someone down and being like like spelling it out for us all is like actually we don't yeah. support diet culture actually we shouldn't use the f slur like you know it just seemed like they were jokes that reminded us how dumb we are as kids
1: <laughs> also the the casting was really diverse in this the um like just the,
0: there were like seventeen issues that they yeah, solved by the end. Of I that. Th-
1: like, I just thought that this movie was very fun, and and the fact that people in Rotten Tomatoes don't like it, I'm I'm calling sexism. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna that say it. it. I think that's part of it,
0: and it probably is because. I mean, we allow bro humor to exist in such a extreme degree, like especially in the early 2000s, whatever, with all your knocked ups and all the the Seth Rogen comedies, whatever. But more than like even thinking about like the penis movie on Netflix, we liked the. the oh, package, yes. Uh, the, package. the package. Which is still yeah, funny. Like, this was
1: not relying on like fart jokes yeah. or dick jokes like this was more clever than that. <laughs> I think. Yeah,
0: but I think it also, like, I, I think there's something that I feel like they could have done better with this. Like, I think it could have been a stronger film, like, two drafts in. But there was something, like, fun and charming about, like, the flippantness of it where it's, like, she doesn't have to, like, sit down and, like, really reconfigure how to not use the F slur, like, in her day-to-day life. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, that doesn't matter. So she just moves on to the next plot point. And I thought that was kind of like, like even this whole thing of, wait, you guys don't have cheerleaders here. And she's like really disturbed by this idea. But she also doesn't necessarily like, I thought it would turn into sort of a Mean Girls-esque, like she lights the school on fire and gets everyone to hate each other again and then has to fix it. But it really wasn't. Like, yes, they do end up doing a sexual (laughs) dance number, but she also supports this like, I I don't know, it just seemed like, she was fine with embracing how things ended up being even if like she still wanted this dumb thing such as the prom crown well
1: it turns out that all the conflict of the movie is really between her and the other adults who she was friends with in high school to begin with the rest of the high schoolers are all like very lovely human beings who are sort of like doofy at moments (laughs) but are very sweet and kind and like have very good like interests and are sort of down for like helping her out if they uh you know if she needs it and so i don't think that they really entered into that territory that much because mostly they were focused on the adults like it didn't get we didn't get like the actual high school rivalry too much. Cause the rivalry ended up between being between like her and her friend from high school, like went all grown up and then that friend and, the, and their daughter. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. I found it like very sweet and it does have a 61% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which I will say like, the audience fair, yeah. knows yeah, knows what's up. Like, I think that is a justifiable score because, yes, while well, I love this movie and it is, like, high camp and pure chaos, I can see how that's maybe not technically a great film, but yeah. I do not I mean, think that it is not... I do not think it is a 30% on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah, level. I'll be curious, like, what Rebel Wilson brought to the like, This is better than,
1: like, Jurassic World, you know? <laughs>
0: I mean it's so hard to say because there were some moments in this no, movie it's where not, I was like, it's not hard what to say. Is it's happening better here? than Jurassic Like World. there were two musical numbers that just yes. were literally so nothing. Fun. So but, fun. but what was what? the like okay, I can excuse the, Britney the fever Spears dream one? of the Britney Spears, like she's living out her fantasy like all high school kids do. But what was what was the prom queen and king dance? Like, what was that? I didn't understand that. I didn't find it you funny. Know, I was just like, wait, when did they decide to do this together? Is this a fever dream? No, they just have this choreographed weird dance where she strips down to a leotard. Like, it was just so random.
1: But it reminded me of, um, not She's the Man, what's the movie with Freddie Prince where they go to the prom? She's all that. She's all that. And and their like, prom dances are all choreographed, even though they're... No, I don't remember. Oh, that's a good scene. Is uh, it
0: choreographed?
1: I... It's like the group dance is choreographed it's not like their slow dance is choreographed it's like they show up to prom and everybody's doing like a choreograph like instead of just dancing or whatever it's like a choreographed thing and it's it's like not explained like why they're doing this it's just there like sort of is like a fun thing um and that's what i thought about this like obviously it doesn't make sense but nothing in this movie makes sense so like why not just have a fun random dance number it
0: was so weird it really took me out of the movie i was like what's happening here The
1: thing that I was most confused about is I was like, okay, like when this movie was shot, like not that long ago, it was shot in 2021. So way after Love Vincent, Love Love Victor, Victor came out. And yet the Love Victor kid is in this like in a very minuscule role. I was like surprised when he showed up. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize he was in this. I feel like. He has too much star power. I was like, "Oh, he'll be like the main <laughs> character or whatever." And then he wasn't. And I was like, "How did? Like, how did you get cast for this? This seems like sort of below your pay grade." But I guess, guess. Yeah. he wanted to have a good time. There
0: was a lot going on in this movie. I mean
1: Alicia Silverstone shows yeah, up at one point. Yeah. It was uh, there was a lot The more I'm talking about this, the more I like it. The more <laughs> clever I think it was. This would be a number one movie, in the year, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we might diverge there, but it was a surprisingly like like I watched it with my sister and the my husband. Steve Aoki
1: cameo. <laughs> I thought that was really funny.
0: And like My husband didn't like it, but he still laughed out loud at multiple points because there are some very laugh out loud moments, which, like I said, I've already forgotten. So that's probably doesn't speak highly of the jokes. But we were all having a good time, even though we all ended up feeling different ways about the movie. So I feel like this is an easy crowd pleaser that doesn't ask a lot about for you, from you, because something like, um, isn't she pretty or... Isn't it romantic? They're so obsessed with this like,
1: well, like yeah, theme, I this pretty. message. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I feel pretty. That it that it becomes like arduous to get through the plot because it feel the plot's forming lake right. Like it's a comedy. There's only so much people do to like flex that muscle. But this was just like all over the place and kind of they were just throwing jokes because they were like, oh, wait, this would actually be a funny reference for um, contouring. Let's just throw that in. Never explained, never addressed again. But she just like is doing bad contour, but you don't see the end result. Like it's like there was this was like done in a fever dream. It was absolute nonsense for 60 percent of the film. And then just enough heart for like 20 percent that you allowed the weirdness of the other 20 percent to just be because you're like, you know what? All in all... I had a good time Watching this
1: <laughs> I think the nonsense Is the selling point It also <laughs> reminded me A lot of the Gay christmas movie We watched Oh um, yeah I think Single all the way Which I think That this is better Too But I think almost Because it's more Chaotic than that But that at its best Moments <laughs> were chemistry. also Just like Random Shit that had Nothing to do With anything <laughs> But sort of Just like there Like the All of the Jennifer Coolidge Stuff was just Like what Like she could have Easily been in this In some way weird role and, yeah. and been a delight. I wonder how much of this was improv yeah. because like <laughs> if running in the end credits, there's a lot of, I don't just like a, a whole lot of like mishmash of like people dancing and not dancing and yeah. re- weird bloopers and whatever. And I wondered if this was a lot of sort of, okay, we're just going to like put people <laughs> yeah. on the set and see what happens. Cause that's kind yeah. of what it felt like. But I think those movies are often The best when you have a little bit of that thrown in there rather than just be, like, uh, studio-approved, you know, been through 65 drafts of a script comedy. Like, also, I think I Feel Pretty was coming at it like a sort of it had a message to say yeah and then it was sort of like how do we get the comedy to fit the message where this felt like somebody came up with the real stupid premise of like what if you woke up from a coma for 20 years and decided you wanted to be the prom queen and then they were like okay yeah let's just go with that and see what happens
0: yeah because every character has their own sort of journey um not well thought out or even well explored but it's there and i thought one of the more like funny like it seemed like the obvious thing for the loser ex-boyfriend stuck in his middle midlife crisis would be like to have him kind of sluggish and crappy and sad but he's played like in the doofiest way and their interactions together which again has a weird creep factor because she is like technically still (laughs) 17 in some ways is like so awkward like so random like he's so sexually aroused by her that he's like there's a point where she like pretends to slap him or something and then he bites her hand and it's like for some reason the way he was playing it was so much funnier than I thought they were gonna do because you kind of expect it you kind of expect these tropes in these films and even though they were technically in the trope they were just so out there that it almost felt fresh in a way um, yeah, because even cause the he mother-daughter just relationship, really, like
1: horny, I feel yeah. like because even <laughs> in the like, the, like, sort of anyone would turn him on because after their <laughs> yeah. weird ass, like, um, their the assembly performance, yeah. he like jumps up and is applauding, and it's like, what? yeah, <laughs> <What?">
0: <laughs> yeah, because well, he's you know, horny, he's a horny seventeen-year-old, yeah. second and forty-year-old body, but yeah, I just thought like, like I think I could have done without the. F- the literal murder attempt because that was just like crazy that no one ever mentioned that again to me. It was very distracting throughout the course of the film. I was like, someone's going to address this, right? Someone's going to no, talk about this, right? The beauty of
1: this is that the murder attempt was actually funny. No, it's, it's like horrifying. what if what? But I did also make me think of like, why are cheerleader? Why are high school cheerleaders doing this? Oh, that yeah, feels no, very dangerous.
0: dangerous. Yeah, it is. Uh yeah, for sure. Um. And yeah, like, I kinda Are they liked still that doing the, that in high school these days? Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's cheer teams, so right.
1: Yeah. But are they doing f- back like like throwing? I mean, they each have other to because the they're air? getting
0: they're getting accepted into Navarro College and being on cheer on Netflix, so they have to know how to do these things. Uh-huh. But yeah, I liked that the, the 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 cool girl in this era didn't end up being a mean girl. She was just trying to like make her mom proud and get her sponsorships and her. You know, all this stuff. So I thought like there was enough that surprised me that it didn't feel generic, even though everything about this movie was technically generic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so
1: chaotic that it really, there was, there was a lot of extra juge to it.
0: Yeah. It was, yeah. I feel like you loved it to a degree that I don't want to associate with, but also I don't know why I feel that way because I did enjoy this movie.
1: Yeah, but you don't like a... Like, I am all here for chaos in films, you know? And I feel like you'd like to, you know, sort of pretend that you're above that. You're like House of Gucci I could never... And then like, House of Gucci was a a wild time. But, I mean,
0: I'll talk a lot about how I hate comedians' films, like where they, you know, Adam Sandler gets his group together and they, they think they're so funny. And there's something so, like, irritating about that. But this, I think because they're not all... They're not all comedians. They're not all doing their same shtick. Like these are just people who are having a good time that it was more entertaining to watch them be off the cuff, sort of weird and zany and funny because it didn't it kind of felt looser than even something as loose as an Adam, Sand- Adam Sandler flick. I also think that it's
1: nice that every that the people in this movie aren't, like, established people who, yeah. who have sort of beaten the same dead horse for 20 years. Yeah. The, the problem with some of those Adam Sandler, like, Seth Rogen, James Franco-type movies is that we... is Like, I think that probably when the first versions of those came out and were fresh, people... Like, I might have liked them more. I don't know. I wasn't around for that. But, like, now we've seen some of them do the same thing for so long that, and they just like keep getting together and doing it. Like I even think that to a certain extent, like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have kind of fallen into that category by now Uh where I used to love them, but now I've seen them do the same thing so long that it feels a little bit Lazy and like they're like hey Like we are so good at this that we can Just like get together and not try and turn Up gold and it's like eh, yeah. maybe not Where that reminds these people us of, yeah, like, We haven't seen before Do very much and also Are I think like Trying a little bit harder Yeah to come up with things
0: Yeah because that reminded me Of a movie I blocked from my memory which is The Amy Poehler and uh,
1: The Tuna wine country one well was
0: but sisters is sisters is terrible so bad and it has sort of the same concept where they're living they want to relive their glory days or whatever and have a party so i don't know what it was i think maybe the youthful angle of this because it is still a kid centric like high school centric so it's not as like concerned with the weight of a midlife crisis or whatever so it is kind of like light and frothy and it's just about being prom queen I think that helped make this feel a little more enjoyable and less, like, we're all tired and bitter and (laughs) sad.
1: Also, I think for whatever reason, Rebel Wilson has, like, I don't know, in my mind, is sort of, like, a little bit of an underdog. Where Mm. she's, like, Ben, she was, uh, she had her moment and then has been so maligned for the past like 10 years where every time she shows up in something, everyone's like, Ugh, not this again yeah. that I think that somehow or another, I've come back to like really rooting for her. And so it was sort of like in her corner a little bit for this movie where I'm not for someone like Amy Schumer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I obviously it did well as far as streaming. It didn't do well as far as critics, but I don't think this is a death knell for anyone involved. And I think um, ultimately it was just a fun, fun romp if you're looking for something to distract. You, I wonder you know? if we
1: could get a second one.
0: I don't know what you would do with a second one. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I don't know I, what
1: that would. be. I sort of don't know either. I think but things I, should
0: just exist. I do. They've made weirder. Like Netflix
1: makes a decent amount of sequels to things that are like successful on Netflix, but not critically acclaimed. And yeah, well, they just I feel like, if like this... half of their staff. No, so no, 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 that's true too.
0: So, so maybe they're taking we'll, a new... we won't be seeing any more of these diverse films. Um,
1: <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I personally, I love a one and done. I do. I, I think, it's nice and if they want to try something new like sure but I don't think the sequel is what this movie exactly calls for.
1: Also, Rebel Wilson is in some up and like upcoming British drama, indie oh, drama movie called The Almond and the Seahorse.
0: Okay. It's a adap-
1: <laughs> that's an adaptation of a stage play.
0: Okay. I wonder
1: if she'll be good in a more <laughs> dramatic role.
0: Yeah, it's very yeah, I mean, it's obviously. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think <laughs> of anything she's been in that's even well, slightly. Well, she was. Serious. She was in
1: Jojo Rabbit. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's not. Uh, but
0: yeah, well, I- I'm excited to see it. You know, wish her nothing but the best. I, I would frankly rewatch this movie probably just to remember why I laughed so hard. Um. But yeah, a surprise, a surprising bit of joy in really these dark wanted, days.
1: I really want to rewatch Work It Now because I was just remembering the scene where there's the dance off and the boy gets the erection.
0: <laughs> I it, think this is...
1: And how I fun. gasped.
0: I think this is more fun than that movie. But I also think it's the worst movie, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's giving me, I mean, it's an, It's obviously very different from WandaVision, but I feel like uh, it, Like I like them for a slightly same, similar reason. Interesting. You know, it's like they're just so unhinged. They're that all I, over the place. Yes, that I'm <laughs> like, wow, the fact that this is a movie.
0: Less this, of a payoff in this than with WandaVision, but the, I can see your point. The. I was
1: thinking about this earlier and how I have really liked a I think a lot of movies that I've watched this year and a lot of movies consecutively. And I keep thinking like, this is a very good year for movies <laughs> and even things that I think I won't like, I end up liking more. Like I went and saw the new Top Gun movie, loved it. Uh, Dr. Strange. I really enjoyed. Um <laughs> decently um there's parts of it um and i and i'm like i think it's because we came out of all of last year where it was just all of those studio movie hangovers from the from the pandemic and i just got so frustrated with like the Jungle Cruise and the Fast and the Furious and the, all of these like, and the James Bond, like movies that had been put together by a hundred people and like really meticulously crafted into this like exact storyline. And this year's movies feel like they're making a lot more swings and going in a lot more weird places. And yeah. sometimes that doesn't all work out, but I am getting I'm having so much fun watching things that are like, oh, this is so random, but yeah. I <laughs> love it. The, the Marcel, the shell movie that's coming out. It's really fun. Like there's just so much like weird sort of batshit stuff. And I'm into it.
0: That's true. Yeah. There is a lot. There is a lot happening. A lot of weird, like I hated the original North content, but you know, <laughs> well, I guess the real question is, uh, is this better than the lost city? <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, yes. That movie was bad. I did not like that.
0: Uh, yeah. Well we'll have to do our mid year roundup in in a month or so and we'll see. We'll see what outranks. There's a lot of
1: stuff this year, I feel like, that could that it has potential to get into top ten for halfway (laughs) through where last year we had seen like six movies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I need to I need to catch up with you. You get so many early screeners. There's no way. We'll have to like censor your uh options but yeah
1: i'm gonna we're gonna when we ever we do that i'm gonna have to be like okay i can only count things (laughs) that like are out in theaters that i i can't be pulling stuff (laughs) Um, but okay well do we know what we're doing next week do you know what we're doing next week
0: i think it's it's top gun
1: oh okay i can't wait to talk about that
0: (laughs) i think yeah i think that comes out this week so
1: okay perfect um <sighs> well, this was a good episode. Yeah, um, Taylor Always Swift.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Shelby's, Shelby's, Shelby my apologies. Really like I, I did not say that. Let the record show. I I should have brought she this said, up with my therapist and f- not with Matt. Feels but kind <laughs> of <feels laughs>
1: like a bigot. No, no, to,
0: no, no, to, no, no, to no, That's no, 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 no. I do not condone this. Out of touch. Out of touch. Um, but well, anyway, bourgeois, um, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to our our Tom Cruise episode next week. Hope I think. Knock on wood, we'll be back with a pop culture roundup. So hopefully Kendall Jenner tries to cut another vegetable. So we have something to talk about then. But you can catch us on our Instagram at P.S.Y.Rong. Cucumber @psurrong. is the
1: easiest vegetable to cut. It like, have her tra- so, attempt an onion. Yeah,
0: it seems pretty straightforward. I was shocked. Uh, uh, it's, I'm surprised you, you didn't see it. You don't have to it. peel anything. Yeah. You don't have to... Uh, no, it's just choppy. Know, dice she does anything. not know how you to You chop something. it.
1: You just chop, split. You know, I
0: it's hope, like-, like Taylor Swift said, we all make mistakes, and all you can do is learn from it. It doesn't mean the end of the world for Kendall, but maybe it's an opportunity for her to talk to her chef and figure out how to chop something.
1: Like Taylor Swift said, don't be poor, you guys. You <laughs> look like losers. No, 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 no. VIP is better. <laughs> okay. Why are you guys looking like okay, idiots okay. right now?
0: Anyways, uh, we'll be back next week.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> Bye.